For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, you are now routed to the world according to Chris. I am a six-figure earner from a side business. Yes, so right here on this podcast, you are gonna get a lot of content that is real, unadulterated, and the truth about business as I have experienced it, and I'm gonna give you some motivation along the way. Browse through our catalog of many different episodes where I've interviewed CEOs. I've gotten a chance to share some of my truths. And more importantly, this right here is a place for you and I to connect. So if you like this information, you can always visit our website, twac.live, and you can see even more content. If you want to follow me on social media, feel free. I'm at the Christopher Williams on Instagram and on Facebook. Other than that, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you go ahead and check out the latest episode right here on the world according to chris podcast hey what's going on everybody man listen um this year is starting out on fire uh i'm in a couple of um coaching programs some challenges i am trying to level up my brain it it is a lot going on this year but man I, i really wanted to share with you today um something that at least for me i will say has been one of the worst investments I've ever made. Absolutely one of the worst investments I ever made. And I'm gonna share what that investment was, but I just want you to understand it is it is by far one of the worst investments that I've ever made. It's cost me a lot and uh, I'm recovering from it and it's still not over yet. Let's put it that way. It's that bad. It is literally that bad. It's the worst investment I've ever made. And so today, as I was kind of thinking about like, you know, I've been having a lot of money conversations and my wife and I have been kind of talking through, you know, just different things that we know we want to achieve this year um, financially, where we want to be, where we want to help other people get to and all these other things. I just started thinking about, you know, investments that I've made before. And I'm like, man, why did that one fail? Why did that fail? Why did that fail? How did that go from up real high and down low again? Like, what's the reasons, right? So I want to kind of talk to you about those. But I want you to understand that a part of any solutioning to any problem that you face is you've got to be willing to participate in your own rescue. That is the fundamental thing you've got to understand. You, if, if, if you're, you know, uh, you ever heard the quote that it's not falling in the water that causes you to drown. It's really just the fact that 
you, you know, you didn't get out of it, right? And in fact, I want to make sure I get this quote right. Uh, yeah, you drown by staying there, right? That's not, falling in water doesn't make you drown. Staying there does because you can't swim, right? Staying there does. So having a financial setback is not the problem. That's going to happen. It's called life. The issue is if you do nothing to correct the issue that got you there in the first place. Well, what does that look like? Well, if you have poor management skills at money management skills as a principal issue of yours, you'll never get out of that situation that you first found yourself in. See, one problem can turn to three, can turn to five, can turn to eight, can turn to 12 real quick. But there's a common thread of the, of the same issue. And if you solve the root problem, you solve all the other things, if that makes any sense. So the point is, is that when I was thinking about like this investment that I made, I, I thought about how it's impacted me long term. One investment that I've made over and over and over again has caused my 39 now years life some real pain, heartache, missed opportunities, you name it. And that investment is my investment in doubt. Oh, I'm, I'm heavily invested in doubt. Oh, oh man, what? Like, oh, I'm, I'm heavily invested in doubt. I'm talking about heavy hours, time, looking up things to confirm my doubt on any pick of thing. I don't care what it is. I'm heavily invested in doubt. Just like somebody might push all their chips to the table at the poker table and it's like 1.3 million. I am a 1.3 million in all in on doubt. Oh, I'm, I'm heavily invested in it. To the point that I can, I wish I could, let's put it that way. I wish I could quantify the amount of money I have missed out on because of my investment in doubt. I wish I could. I can't though. I, I I can't quantify the the missed opportunities, the relationships that didn't, because I'm so heavily invested in doubt. By the way, um, just before my wife and I got married, there was an opportunity um, to to leverage a vehicle to make some money, and I doubted it. I said no three times. I, I just, I'm that guy. I'm a skeptic. I just don't believe stuff. What I've always wondered though was, Chris, why do you live like that? Like, what? like well, I, I haven't always wondered that. I will say over the last five years of my life, I've done a lot of introspection about me. I, I promise you the older I get, the more I learn about myself. Because I'm honestly not like all I'm not in. I'm not the guy that's into other people's lives like that. I don't keep up with the, you know, proverbial Joneses or the Internet Joneses or whatever. I just don't. I'm not that kind of person. Um, I, I'm not into celebrities lives. I'm not. I'm just not that guy. I do pay attention to patterns, though. And those things just it helps me make sense of the world. Right. I like to know why something is that way. I'm not judging why it is. 
Does that does that make sense? I just like to know why something is. I'm not judging it though. I'm not choosing a, a for or against. I'm choosing to understand. So that's kind of my approach to a lot of things. But for me, you know, it's it's been definitely a a a journey. But I started asking myself, like, if I was like, dude, why are you like this? Like, what, what, what are you gaining by doing this? I know what I didn't get. I know the kind of pain it's caused me. I know the amount of what ifs I have rocking around in my brain right now because I'm heavily invested in doubt. Heavily. As of you listening to this podcast right now, I don't care if you're listening to it day of release, a week later, two days later, five days later, 70 days later, 70 years later, as of recording this podcast, I am fighting the internal doubt that this will never amount to nothing. All that is work in the podcast, any workshops, I've been, anything I, as of the date of this recording, I am fighting that internal doubt monster that I've been feeding, by the way, it's not like it got fed by itself. I, I, but I am fighting that even at the point of recording this. It's, it's something I'm heavily invested in. And it wasn't up until probably about five years ago, I started asking myself, Chris, why are you, why are you like that? Do you ever, do you ever ask yourself that? <laughs> like, honestly, like, do you ever come home or when you got a moment at, in your office or whatever, your dry, long drive, whatever the case may be, do you ever ask yourself while you're sitting on the plane finally got to your seat and you're looking out the window, do you ever ask yourself, why am I like this? What's the reason? Why am I so giving? Why is my heart so soft? Why do I take um, offense to everything somebody says to me? Why do I make it a point to be, to be vengeful? Why do I not let anybody in? Why am I so afraid of actually starting a side business? Who am I afraid of? Like, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, honestly, like, do you ever ask yourself, why am I like this? Because I'm, I'm going to tell you something that, that I am learning. Um, I started, I started. I started my most profitable side business in, in March of 2018. I've had some failures, trust me. I started my most profitable side business in March of 2018. And what I, what I, man, what I could not see when I first started that now I know, you know, some years later is I couldn't see how the version of Chris at that time was never, I'm saying never. I know people say don't ever say never. That version of Chris was never going to make it to today as far as financially is concerned. I would exist. I probably wouldn't be living. And that's just the truth. And so I just remember about five years ago, I just, like, why am I like this? What's, what's the reason, dude? 
And and I and I will tell you, um, when you start asking real questions, oh, let's put it this way: if you allow somebody to, or you start asking yourself real questions, um, it's hard work working on you. Hardest job you'll ever do. Building your side business will not be as hard as working on yourself. I know. It is not. The mechanics, the the understanding of what it takes, what you got to do, carving out time, um, you know, finding a great side business to start all those. things. Those are things that are a part of an exploratory process that anybody can do. Then it's just the doing of it. But the work of you. Like, are you are you allowing would you allow somebody to literally look into your life? Would you allow your spouse to tell you what they see that they sometimes feel uncomfortable talking to you about because you're so offensive or, or you're so defensive? Are you willing to let somebody talk to you about your blind spots? Participate in your own rescue. I I. I know for me, there's a there's a version of my life that I want. Okay. I know what it looks like. I know what my days are filled with. Um I know I know what I know what uh where I'm spending my time, right? Like I have literally crafted this next version of myself in my head. But in crafting that, I see the separation as well. What I don't see is what it's going to take in the middle for me to get to that desired end that I have crafted. I do know this. I've got to participate in my own rescue. I got to participate in getting there. I got to do a whole lot of work on me. So. If you if you if you're thinking this year and you're saying, yo, I'm finally going to do it, Chris, I'm going to start my side. I know I know I said it before. I know everybody laughed at me before. I know I only did it like a couple of months before. I know I only did it like, you know, for a few months and then I quit because it got hard. But this year I'm getting it done. If that's you. I want to give you. um, Take it from somebody who is skeptical who is heavily invested in doubt that you're going to have to participate in your own rescue. You are going to have to choose being uncomfortable, growing as a human and learning even the how of running a business on the side. And those journeys are separate and they both can bring about, um, bring about a lot of unknown things that you probably weren't prepared for. I just, I'm just going to be really honest with you. Not saying it's impossible. I'm doing it. I am saying I'm, I'm willing to acknowledge the part of Chris that is heavily invested in doubt. So I struggle with some things that when I listen to my peers who have side businesses that are doing extremely well or, or, uh, 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 those who are fully entrepreneurs, you know, like my wife, extre- do, it's sometimes I'm struggling just because I'm heavily invested in doubt. And I got to take my investment out of doubt. 
I don't know about you, but if you, you know, if you ever looked at a stock one time and you were, you were cashed in and you all chips all on the table, right? And then you started seeing it going down and down and down and down. Then something went wrong and it dropped double down. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, I got to get out. <laughs> like I, I got to get, I got to save what I can. Right. And then, you know, eventually it crashes and burns. And then, and that and the thing you think about is I'm glad I got out when I did. Right. That's this. That's kind of what we think about with stocks. Right. We're like, oh, boy, I'm glad I got out when I did because it crumbled. Right. That's that's kind of what we think. That's kind of how I look at my investment with doubt. About five years ago, I was like, I got to get out of this. Hey, I know you're enjoying this episode and I want to say thank you. But if you're like the people that I know, and I think I know you pretty well, you're actually enjoying this. And there's other people like you who would like to know that this is something that you pay attention to. So guess what? I need you to hit the subscribe button, but also hit the notifications bell. So that way you always know when we're dropping something new, but also, also, which is more important, share this with somebody that you know is interested in this type of conversation and content because I guarantee you will add a level of understanding and communication that you probably are looking for from those individuals anyway. And the other cool part is you all will be learning together. So go ahead and subscribe, hit the notifications bell now. And guess what? You constantly be reminded of when we drop new content, like what you're watching right now. Let's get back to the episode. And now I look back and I go, boy, I'm glad I started the journey when I did. Because otherwise I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the experiences. I can honestly tell you, I, my, my marriage would definitely be struggling if I didn't get my investment out of, uh, into doubt out. And that's why I said it's still a continual journey because Something about the familiarity, uh, familiarity, say that five times fast, of, 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 of something is more comforting than the unknown world of just completely living without doubt. I didn't say living without fear. I said living without doubt. Those are two different things. That's a different conversation. That's a different episode. <laughs> but truly being honest with myself and saying, you know what? I am going to remove my investment, even if it's slow, <laughs> I'm going to start removing my investment of doubt over time. I got to. My life depends on it. My marriage depends on it. My kids depend on it. That version crafted in my head of my future, my, my, my very near future, my very possible future depends on it. So I, I, I want to kind of, I want us to kind of start thinking about, okay, if you're going to start a side business this year, or if you're going to start exploring a side, even if you're just exploring a side business, that exercise in itself is going to take some, some change in the current version of you. Even just, even just saying, you know what? I'll look at some stuff. We'll see. Even that requires something that me being heavily invested in a doubt is never going to do. Here's what I found out was the root cause of Chris's investment into doubt and why I was so willing to keep investing into doubt 
One, I let other people's failed experiences determine that I was also going to fail too. You ever heard of self-fulfilling prophecy? So if I hang around a bunch of broke people all day, the likelihood of me making money is slim to none. If I hang around a bunch of people who are into running, the likelihood that I will probably start running is pretty high. If I hang around a bunch of people who are always talking about money, the likelihood of me being comfortable with money is pretty high. So it, it, it takes, um, it takes a certain openness to acknowledge these things, right? It, it takes something. So, so when I look at, you know, um, how I invest money, time, attention, conversations, uh, people, um, places. I want you to think about where do, where are, where are my investments right now? Because if you, if you, if you say to yourself, Hey, I, I want to start a side business. I want to, I, I want to get there. I would, I would like to get past just the exploratory phase. I would like to just stop dipping my toe in it. And I really want to do this full time. I would like to like, if, if, if that's where you are, you are going to have to look at where are your current investments. If you're more invested in gossip, if you're heavily steeped in gossip, building a side business is going to be hard because the very thing that you're invested in you're going to be worried about other people investing in that same thing about you. So if you're invested in doubt and gossip, guess what? You're going to be thinking, are they gossiping about me? Cause you know what that investment is like. I know what the investment of doubt is like. I get it. <laughs> it's pretty easy for me. So I have to work really hard to stop investing in it to stop investing in being comfortable, to stop investing in what's familiar. Um, this is, this is my podcast. So I'm, I'm going to share a newsflash with you. You probably don't want to play this out loud. If you're listening to this at work in 2017, Going into 2018 and all of 2018, all of 2019. And then, of course, we've been home with the pandemic. I had a huge revelation at work one day. Huge. This when this hit me, I got scared. OK, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I was already thinking about Chris, why you like this, right? Like why, why are you always what's the deal, right? Here's the, here's what hit me as I was learning more. So 2017 to 20, through 2018, I was learning a lot about me. I was, I was learning a lot about uh, business. I was learning a lot about how far I had to go <laughs> just personally. I was uncomfortable with who I was, 
but I was maturing into who I am today, if that makes sense. I was kind of, I was at the starting black, but kind of far out, right? Like I was, I was, I was far enough that I didn't want to turn around. Let's put it that way, right? In my maturation process of just business and understanding like who I'm co being comfortable with myself, if that makes sense. Here's what happened. I'll never forget this. My wife and I were on a run, like we were really, we, we were really working like she, I mean, just incredible woman. We, we started running the side business. We, I mean, we're rolling, right? So we're, we're pretty busy. Things are right. So when I come home from work, we're, we're off running our side business, right? I got, I don't have time to think about anything else. And, uh, one day I walk into the office. I sit down cause I hadn't really seen like my teammates as much. Right. And it was, I think it was like right before a Friday meeting. So I think it was right before Friday meeting. We're sitting down. We're about to do our normal Friday meeting. And again, please put headphones on. Cause this is probably like no one is going to want to hear this out loud unless they have some context or at least open to it. I realized that with all, I walked into the conversations, okay? So it's like I walked in, I've gone and got my lunch. I'm walking into the, the uh, conference room. Everybody's already starting to have conversations. And you know how when you walk in, you just kind of listen to what people are talking to and then you find a space where you can kind of jump in, right? And enjoy the conversation. But I walked in with my food. I put my bags down. I opened my laptop. I'm, eat, I'm getting ready to start eating my food. And I'm listening to the different conversations that are going on around me. And the revelation I had was, Chris, you have absolutely nothing to talk to your employee friends about anymore. You have absolutely nothing to talk to your employee friends about anymore. Why is that? Because there had been a separation that I, I chose to do so that I could build my side business effectively, which meant I was no longer, I wasn't getting together for the after work thing and I wasn't available for this and I wasn't available for that. I was only available for getting work done and be out. And I was doing something with my extra time and I sat down in that meeting, I'm eating my food and I'm realizing I, I have, I'll give you a perfect example. Let me, let me, can I share, can I share just a quick example with you? So, so listen to this. Here's a perfect example of the type of conversation that was happening in the room that I no longer understood. I know it. I'm not, I'm not an elitist. I under, I know it. I no longer understood it because it had been so long since I looked forward to that. Everybody, some, there was a corner of a few people, four or five people talking about what are you doing over the weekend? Oh, I'm going to be doing nothing. I'm just going to be sitting in Netflix and chill. Kids got a soccer game. That's it. Watching football. And I, it had been months since I actually had done that. I, I hear, I hear, what are you doing? Man, I can't wait till the weekend on Monday. <laughs> Meanwhile, Saturday and Sunday are just different days of the week for me. I stopped looking for the, towards the weekend because I was building my side business. 
I, I realized that while while everyone was happy about payday, I wasn't keeping up with what day I got paid. Meaning from my job. I was focused on my side business. And I'm sitting there eating. And I mean, this conversation has got to be going on for at least 10 minutes. And I didn't have a, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know if you, you're the kind of person that sometimes maybe you, you feel a need to kind of in, jump in the conversation. I really didn't feel a need. I just let it happen because everything in my mind, because we had, we were running, I was learning, I was happy, I'm growing up. It's uncomfortable, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm spending every waking hour working on my side business when I'm not at work. And it drew me to this point. I was participating in my own rescue. Now, listen, I'm not saying you need to be rescued from your job. That's that's that would be ill advised and disrespectful. And I'm not that guy. Hey, what's going on now? If you haven't yet, I want you to go check out our website. Yeah, we got a website, TWAC.live. And if you go to that website, you're going to find even more content. Yeah, that's right. Not only do we have the podcast, you're watching the videos here, but we've got a lot of information. You can even find out the other types of things that I actually do, how other ways that I can help you. But more importantly, it's a way for us to be able to connect. And if you want to be able to connect with me, you can either chat with me here or what you can do is you can also make sure that on that website, you go to the contact page, send me a note. As it'll say on there, just holler at me. Let me know that you're here. Maybe how you found this podcast. And more importantly, maybe there's something that we can do together to collaborate. So I want you to go to TWAC.live. Also, go to our Facebook page. Go to TWAC Podcast on Facebook. You'll be able to find us there. You can also find me on IG as well. Listen, there's so many ways for us to be able to connect. I like being able to talk with people on a regular basis. So I'd love to be able to get your perspectives on social. Let's stay social. Let's stay connected. And I'll catch you around in some of those different parts. Back to the episode. I heard a quote. Um, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I heard a quote just the, as of recording this today, I heard this quote the day before, the night before, in fact, and it inspired an entire train of thoughts that I can't write enough about. The quote says, 
The man who works all day has no time to make money. The man who works all day has no time to make money. I love quotes, by the way, because <laughs> um, there's so much to unpack with that. And I will not use all of the podcasts, at least, at least in this episode, to do so. I would have never, ever, ever understood that five years ago. Or let me, I'm sorry, let me put it this way. I It would have never resonated with me the way it does today uh, five years ago. Because for me, and I'm not this, I'm telling you about me in my life. I knew after two layoffs and struggling and working from a $60,000 a year job to having to work a retail job the week later after being laid off, making $8 and 58 cents and all of my bills starting to pile up and being stuck that way for a year and a half and more money, more month than money and got to borrow over here and can't have... I, I've been that, but here's the crazy thing. I was the one in the boat looking for something and I had the speedboat pass by me. I had the tugboat. I had the cruise liner in my circle. <laughs> Didn't change though. I wasn't participating in my own rescue or I wasn't willing to participate in my own rescue at that time. I just wasn't. Ego, pride. Um, I will tell you, it was my heavy investment in doubt. Not doubting that they were successful because that was clear, meaning their version of success, right? Um, success doesn't always mean things, but clearly they had a version of success. I wasn't doubting that it was possible. I had a serious case of overindulgence on unbelief that it was possible for Chris Williams. I only saw life one way. So if it didn't fit in that context, I dismissed anything that would try to get me to think otherwise because it didn't fit my one way. And if you're listening to this episode, if you, if you, if you, if you just stop and think about the desires of your heart, what you ultimately want, and if all you got is one way of getting there, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed the rest of your life. When I, I remember um, talking to a lot of um, entrepreneurs, I interviewed on this channel, on this, on this podcast, you can go back and listen to them. There was a time uh, previously before we rebranded, um, I interviewed 42 different CEOs like a year, year and a half straight. And I'll hear the way they think. We talk about some different things. But what I was more enamored with was 
Like, how? what are they doing? How did they get there? What is going on? And it challenged me because, yes, I can ask those questions. But are you willing to do the hard work to be that person? See, I, I, I personally, well, let's put it this way. I think having a side business gives you the opportunity to test and try everything that is a desire in your heart. I just do. Corporate does a really good job of paying you enough and keeping you working all day. And what does the quote say? The man who works all day has no time to make money. There's so much we could, you know, earned income, which is limited because if you're not doing something, then you don't earn. There's passive income. There's so many things we could talk about. But I just you listen to this podcast for a reason. So, I, you know, whatever your reason is, is your reason. I'd love to hear it. Feel free to DM me, send me something on IG, whatever the case may be. But. One thing I know we have in common is that you're either thinking about it or you started it and failed or you're, you're in it and you're trying to make sure it's successful as a side business. Let me tell you right now. At every phase, whether it's exploring a side business, whether it's you started or whether it's going and it just hasn't grown to where you want it to yet. Let me tell you something right now. Every phase will require you to participate in your own rescue, your own leveling up. You're, 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 you're from here to there, from point A to point B. You will have to participate in that. And it might come with some ugly truths. And they might... It might not feel good in the moment, but I'm going to tell you something I'm learning about doing a side business. It ain't about my feelings. As much as I would love everything to be uh, and, and it would stroke my ego to be about me, it's really not about me. And the more you can accept that, you know, basics like side business money ain't yours. That's a hard one for a lot of people to understand. Why? Because if we've been living off, if we've been, if we've been earning money and surviving off that money, we think everything we get is a pigeonhole until Uncle Sam won't hear us, until your business needs some marketing for ads, until you like your business is a human, uh, is a living, breathing organism. So it takes things, it takes a lot of investment. So what I've learned is to decrease my investment into my doubt. Because the more I'm invested in that, the less likely I will move on anything that is required for my business to grow, including growing myself. Because the arrogance of doubt is like any new information that comes in. The arrogance of doubt is. Well. I, I you know, that doesn't make any sense because of like we start saying things that is really the opposite. If. If if right now, right now, if your phone rung or you got a text message from Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Steve Harvey, um, whoever, right? I don't care who it is. Gary V, um, 
Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson. If you got a phone call or text from them right now and they said, hey, listen, um, I wanted to work with you. I think you're cool. Uh, we're probably going to make about a billion dollars together a year. Is that cool with you? But I got something specific that you can do that I really think we can do work together. What you're not going to do is go, yeah, whatever. This ain't no man. I'm off the phone. Why? Because you know Richard Branson's and Gary V's and all these others track record. You can see if Oprah calls your phone, you ain't questioning nothing because you see the track record. But what's interesting is we we let doubt cloud our judgment and ego because we go that can't be possible. And it's not that it can't be possible or it won't happen. It's you have allowed doubt, the heavy investment in the doubt to cloud your judgment to step out beyond your unbelief or your comfortability. Thus, you do nothing. Listen, y'all, a phone is great. It's a tool, it's a device. But if your thumbs are stronger than your activity on running your side business, I, I don't. I don't know what else was supposed to happen. Like right now I'm in the process of revamping some things. I'm putting some stuff in place. I'm learning. Like I'm in a, I'm in a learning mode right now intentionally and it's stressful. It sucks. There's a whole bunch of information and I'm trying to put it all together. But boy, when I get this, Oh yeah, I'm gonna be good. But it's because I'm willing to learn. I don't, let me tell you what's crazy about my investment in doubt. Doubt makes you believe you have all the answers already. So any new information you don't have to listen to. What, what kind of nonsense is that? Think about that. Doubt, uh, enough investment in the doubt will cloud your judgment and make you believe what you currently know right now with zero is enough so that when new information comes in, that's telling you how to go from zero to one or 100 or 1,000 to 2,000, you don't have to listen to it because you already know enough. You got to participate in your own rescue. You got to. You can't, you can't keep thinking you know it right now. You don't. That is the game of life. That is the game of maturing. When you were zero years old, you didn't know how to walk, how to crawl, how to control your bowels. <laughs> At five, you didn't know how to drive. At 16, you, my point, you didn't know something and you had to be taught and how arrogant it is to be grown and think we already know enough right now. So when new information comes in, we reject it because really it's telling the rejection of new information is the confirmation. All you need to know is that you think you know enough right now. If you did, you wouldn't be where you are today. And I'm not saying that it to be mean. I'm saying I'm hoping I'm impressing upon you learning is necessary to get what you ultimately want. That's what I'm hoping I'm impressing upon you. Learning is necessary to get what you want. If you're willing to learn, you can have whatever you want. If you're unwilling to learn, can't have what you want. 
you will have what is given to you. Because you're unwilling to learn. So the principles that I stand by, um, the way I care. I, okay. Okay. Check this out. Yes. My wife married me at a certain stage in my life, but I operate by a principle of growth, abundance mindset. So that means that in by year five, my wife better had seen some change of me because if I am arrogant enough to believe that who I am on day one of marriage is enough to sustain the marriage five, 10, 15, 20 years later, I'm losing. Now, I know that was a little heavy. I just want you to understand how powerful a life of learning is when you apply it. That's all. That's all I want you to understand. You can't have a successful business if you're not willing to learn. You got to learn business context. You got to learn business language. You got to learn how to actually work and out how to actually put real hours in outside of your regular job. You got to learn how to negotiate. You got to learn. You got to unlearn a lot more than you're going to learn. How about that? The process of unlearning some the process of unlearning lazy Unlearning, working towards a weekend, attaching your money to earned income, your, your outcomes to earned income. The process of actually learning what real residual money looks. That's an unlearning process because we were taught money. But the last time you were actually taught money, you were in high school. And that version is outdated for 2022. Hey, listen, if you're enjoying this episode, and I know you are. There's something that you could help me out with. So right now I am looking for couples. Yes, couples who do business together and have a thriving, successful business. Do you know somebody? Does somebody come to mind? Well, great. Here's what I would like for you to do. Make sure that you share this episode or down below there is actually a form that they can fill out and let us know a little bit about their business and what they actually do together. And guess what? You might be the reason that they're actually a guest right here on the World of According to Chris podcast. That's right. You could be that reason. So if you know a couple who does business together and does pretty well, I'd love to be able to have them on the show and talk with them so that we can all learn together. Because I am sure you're probably wondering, man, is it possible for me and my lady to actually build a business together. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, my wife and I are doing it together and we are absolutely loving it, but there are so many more couples and I want to make sure that we highlight them. And I know, you know, some, so go ahead, let me know down below. Also make sure that you get them the form down below and make sure that they fill it out. Let's get back to the episode. You got to participate in your own rescue. Um, the man who works all day has no time to make money. So wh why is that important? Let me let me just share this. The 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 training we have received all of our lives. If you if you're open to it, will cause a conflict at some point. Because at some point you go Santa Claus wasn't real. The tooth fairy didn't exist. 
Boogeyman, he ain't around. Um, you know, uh, you know, whatever, right? Like you, you learn a lot of things that aren't true. You find out your parents were learning while they were raising you. There's a bar. And then all of a sudden you realize, wait a second, there's a bunch of stuff that I learned that I got to unlearn because I'm seeing something different than what I was taught. Thus in lies a conflict. See, I was taught, get a good job, go to work every day, shut up, keep your mouth closed, just work. Get them 40 years in, get that social security, retire. Retire off of 40% of what you were making on your salary and learn to live off that. Meanwhile, businesses will use your money to make investments, to buy assets, to grow that money and give you none back. I'm not, I'm not mad at, the, at, at it. I'm saying if you care enough, if you want different, then the man who works all day has no time to make money. So you've got to be willing to accept the fact that I got to figure out how to make money because exchanging my my time for money is not making money because I have to be here in order for that to happen. It's not a bad thing. Get everything you can out of your corporate job, learn, grow, get it, build, climb the ladder, do whatever you have to do. I am saying that one way puts you in a position where it's, it has to work out because the day that it doesn't, i.e. two layoffs and a whole bunch of financial headache and pain, you learn some value. Well, let's put it this way. You don't necessarily learn the lesson. You experience some pain that sometimes is irreparable if you're not careful. Some hurts that are so deep. Um, I'm saying as a man, cause I don't know what it's like for women. Cause I'm not a woman. I will say for a man, because we care for our families, because we, uh, we believe in providing for our families and all that. No man wants to be without a way to provide for his family. I guess that's, that's my whole point in the principle. And when that's easily taken away from you, that causes a problem. So I believe in having a way to make money. Because if you're at work all day, you're not making money. So you got to learn. You got to figure out what else. What are, what are people, if you, wherever you live at right now, go drive into the richest neighborhood that you can get in without a gate <laughs> and just drive around the neighborhood. Do you ever ask yourself, this is what I used to do back in the day. I used to ask myself, man, I wonder what they do. Man, I like to just walk up and have a conversation with them. How did they get that? Matter of fact, how are they staying in that? That's the real question. Man, they've been there for 10 years. How? I'm, I'm just saying. But but the only but prior to all that, the only way we get there, you and I, is we gotta participate in our own rescue. You have to acknowledge that you need help. And when something comes along to help you drop your pride and your ego and give it the chance to help you. 
That's what life is. And we're going to have our ups and downs. Not everything is going to be perfect. However, there's a lot of things we can we can learn and we can grow from because we gave it a chance to impress upon us something new. So let me give you a couple of things to think about. Um, number one, I think the first thing you need to do if you want to participate in your own rescue is you got to be open to the fact that you might need some help. Just be open. 2022 is a year. Just be open. What I mean is be open to learning. The choice of unlearning, that's all on you. But just be open to learning. Take time to learn. Second thing is this. What I would like for you to do is if you're open to learning, the second thing I would say you need to do to participate in your own rescue and to not make the investment like I did to have the worst investment ever of doubt is you have got to understand that wherever you feel um, a negative connotation of anything, you got to understand there's an opposite side of that. And I need you to tap into that more. Right. So. If you feel a lot of lack around you, go start focusing on the abundance where that is. I don't care where it is. If you are constantly surrounded by people who are talking about lack and what they don't have and what ain't. Go find a community on Facebook or whatever, or join our community and let's talk about abundance. Get around abundant filled conversations. It will stretch you. It will help you. The third thing I want you to do is this. Any investment that you make will give you a return on that investment. If you don't like what doubt gives you right now, if you don't like what fear is returning as an as, as your investment, if you don't like what scarcity and lack are providing to you, if you don't like what negativity and gossip are giving you, if you don't like just being inactive and doing the same thing over and over and over again and giving you, then you've got to decrease your investment in it. Now. It's got to become. Less comforting. By choice. See, many of us live a very reactive life. We wait until something bad happens. I waited until I got laid off, not once, but twice. Doggone near losing everything, having to borrow every single week from people. I had to deal with that. And then I reacted to it to start a journey. While things are good, do some learning. Decrease your investments on negative stuff. Find the opposite positive of that. And honestly, just don't wait until there's a problem. Because in the in the moment that the problems occur, let me tell you what happens. Your judgment and decision making is poor. The second thing that happens is your options are very few. If you wait until you're fired, laid off or downsized or right sized and they remove your role altogether, eliminate whatever. If you wait until then. Your judgment is going to be poor. 
So you're going to make some terrible decisions as a result. And your options will be limited. While everything is okay in January of 2022, why don't you just take the right steps now? So you don't have to keep living, reacting to everything that happens to you in life. Just saying, I'm just saying, just try it. Just, just try it. Like try it, see what happens. But being reactive is, is a uh, counterproductive. It costs a lot more money than being proactive any day of the week. If you want to be, if you're going to keep being reactive to your health, you're going to spend more in medicine. You're going to not enjoy your older years because you're always going to be hurting everything else. You, if, uh, uh, if you're not, if you're not going to be proactive with your health, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to suffer the consequences, whatever those might be. But those who are proactive, I see, I see people in, 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 in my own neighborhood, 80 years old, still walking every morning, upright too, got a pep in their step. Because they must have done something proactively for years before they got to 80. That allows them to be sane, enjoy their grandkids and enjoy life health wise. That version of their wellness, they got it. Maybe they denied themselves eating certain foods. Ever thought about that? Maybe they denied themselves for a stretch of certain things and they challenged their bodies and they think about that. My point is they very proactive. I need you to be proactive this year in your own participate in your own rescue. That's a proactive person. If somebody threw you a life, uh, a life jacket, stop flailing around, put the jacket on. They can pull you in from there, but what they're not going to do. Smart people will never jump down into your situation and try to help you from there. That's why the quote says, you know, I don't have to participate in your emergency. Most emergencies are a result of poor planning and reacting. That's it. Most, most emergencies. Poor planning and reacting. You're not proactive. So. Y'all, this is the year. This is your year. This is my year. I plan to be better. I plan to be better at podcasting. I plan to be a better husband. I plan to be a better dad. I plan to be better at sharing with you. I plan to continue to get even more transparent. I plan to show up all the time. I, that's me. That's a lot of work though, but I plan to do it. I'm going to be here. You ain't got to worry about, it. you don't have to wonder if Chris is going to be, I'm going to be right here, right here. Don't worry about it. I'm right here. You don't have to worry about that, but I'm being proactive. Cause I know what ultimately I want. So I'm doing the work now so that I'm not surprised by the results later. I don't know if you ever seen people, you know, who, who, who have what they want and they're living their life. They're not surprised by the results. Cause we weren't there when they were grinding. We weren't there when nobody was saying anything. We weren't, we weren't there, but they were. So they ain't surprised. They just wake up like, yeah, I was supposed, I'm supposed to have this. I worked for this and they're not ashamed of it either. 
Other people might get uncomfortable because, oh, they're bragging or they're being, no, they worked for what they wanted. They have a right to be happy. Don't get mad at people who are happy. They're happy <laughs> with what they have because they know what it took to get there. And so do you. So do I. So let's go get this, y'all. Let's go make it happen. All right. Let's go make it happen. If you enjoyed this episode, you found it helpful. Listen, do me a favor. Leave a rating on your favorite platform. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, leave me a rating. Right. Share in the comments. I'm going to be posting some stuff on Instagram, Facebook. The Christopher Williams is where you can find me. Come hang out. Let's chat. Let's have a conversation. I want to take this further. Let me know what resonated with you. Post a quote. Put it in your stories, whatever the case may be. But uh, man, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into the world. According to Chris, this is the number one podcast for helping you start and find and build the perfect side business for you. Have a great day. Look forward to catching you in the next episode. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.